Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. We all agree tonight, all of the speakers have agreed that America has a very serious problem. Not only does America have a very serious problem, but our people have a very serious problem. America's problem is... Last week and the week prior and way before that. So 
we will get into that. But I just want to say um, shout out to all of our live listeners, as well as to the many of you who will be playing back this broadcast. I certainly do appreciate the many of you who have been hanging with us for a long time. <laughs> We've been a part of UCR for such a long time in the and we are still going strong. And uh, many of you have emailed about more and more content, more and more shows, and we are developing that. Um, of course, many of you know me as um, the literary diva, you know, the one that's doing all of the author interviews, the one that's having a lot of the indie authors on, a lot of the seasoned authors on, and we're going to continue to make that happen and to do that because it's nothing like putting out your book, putting out your product and things just like that and having an avenue just to do it. So we do appreciate you guys for listening in and for paying attention. Um, as you know, uh, there's so much that has been going on, and we're going to get to that. But before we get into um, what today's show is all about, you know, I like to say um, our heart and our prayers go out to me, France. Um, that tragic situation that happened last night and people's lives that were lost while they were celebrating um, a wonderful day um, and just having such a great time. And then this nutcase drove into the crowd, killing 80-something people and injuring more. Um, that's just very, very sad. And uh, many of you are sending prayers and your hearts and your thoughts out to me. We Literary Diva of DCR, we do that as well. We also like to um, publicly um, say that our hearts and our prayers go out to the five police officers um, that were gunned down by that murderer, crazy murderer in Dallas. Um, it's important to us that we you know, address a lot of what's going on. Um, and it, it's just terrible that all this is, is happening. You know, many of you say, you know, why, why, uh, uh, why, why even, um, uh, you know, about, you know, the shooter was in another mindset. No one cares if the shooter was in another mind. He was out of his damn mind. That's what we believe. You know, and, and those police officers were out there helping people to be peaceful. And then this nutcase comes along, and he's shooting up, pop, 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 just because he's upset about with Black Lives Matter and he wants to kill police officers and, and things like that. And it's just awful. Um, and, and, of course, for, for anyone that doesn't live in Dallas that's watching this on television, because that's what we're doing. We're we're watching things as they unfold. You know, um, I just want to put this out there because, you know, we know that all cops are not bad cops, of course. You know, I know a lot of cops personally myself. I know a lot of detectives and things just like that. And, um, you know, I, I can't say that I've had um, a run-in um, that was harmful, and I hope that I never do, but um, I know people, black folks, that have had run-ins with the cops, and, and, and it hasn't been all bad. <laughs> so a lot of bad apples in the, in the police departments around this country, 
But you can't blame every killing everything on every single cop that works in the police force. You can't do that, folks. We've got, you know, this is the thing. We have to really think about what we say, and we have to really think about um, how we say it, because at the end of the day, those police officers that whose lives were taken to, um, you know, as they try to p- p- protect the public, um, was just tragic and it was awful. And you know, we we as uh, uh, folks should have compassion. You know, we should be compassionate when it comes to that, as well as being compassionate with the. Um, you know, um, Philando Castile um, tragedy that had happened too. Um, that was awful. The um, Alton Sterling tragedy that had happened. I really feel bad for his son. You know, and his son has has come out and he made. You know, he had a press conference. I mean, he's like, <laughs> I have to say this. That little kid has so much gut to come out and just say, you know, no fighting, no violence, we've had enough, let's just uh, protest peacefully, you know, so that we can talk about things. And he, you know, he has more of a developed brain to think logically than some of these protesters from Black Lives Matter. Um, You know, and of course it's not everyone that's associated with the Black Lives Matter group um, but, you know, it's a lot of them that really think that way. And when you start to think that way, um, it's one of those things where you say to yourself, well, don't you want to help your fellow black folks understand how to get through this? You know, don't you want to be there for for them? What about the little kids that are going through this through all this tragedy, you know, and, and you know, don't you want to be more of an inspiration instead of the joy police, you know, instead of being violent? And, and, and that's the thing about the whole um, group or, or organization um, with uh, Black Lives Matter. Some of them are not people, and a lot of them are, you know, please folks make note that I said a lot of them are peaceful, okay? (laughs) Not all of them are crazy and going cuckoo and doing this and doing that. But, you know, this is my thing. If you want to peacefully protest, peacefully protest to get your point across, you know, have conversations with your fellow organizer, shouting, you know, instead of being violent, throwing rocks at cops, going and and trying to call the uh, drivers from driving on on the freeway. They don't have anything to do with that. You know, that's not protesting peacefully when you're doing what you're doing. But then, you know, this group will turn around and say, oh, but, you know, they need to stop doing this to us. But then they turn around and then they say the things that they say. You know, it's just really uncalled for, you know. and And... Even if you have the bad apples from certain police departments and things just like that, two wrongs don't make up. You can't solve things with violence on top of violence. It's just going to cause violence, more violence, you know. 
people will get hurt, people will get killed, and there will be more killing. So you don't want that, people. That's all I'm saying. I know we kind of got off um, <laughs> on a little tangent, but, you know, me, myself, of course, many of you that have listened to um, Literary Diva, Blog Talk Radio, um, you know, we are known for giving people an opportunity to really have their message heard, really have their voice heard. You know, and we may not agree with everything that they how it is, you know, but, you know, it's okay to give them an outlet to voice their opinions, you know. Um, however, we don't condone violence. Our show has never done that, although I've had some controversial guests on my program. Um, you know, we're not going to condone violence. We're sure as hell not going to condone violence against police officers and people like that, you know, um, against anybody because that's not the way that you solve things, you know. Um, but, again, when you talk about um, what is really going on, it's just awful. And, and of course, you know, <laughs> I have literally voiced my opinion so much on Twitter that it's, you know, people are some of the organi- some of the organizers or people associated with Black Lives Matter have been really rude and have been really awful, you know. And I think anybody, I don't care who you are, you have a right to um, voice your opinion and say just what you truly feel without um, anyone from that organization saying that you should delete your account, saying that you should um, um, go shoot yourself. I mean, they haven't said that to me personally, but, you know. (laughs) But they did, um, which I'm sure that they probably did at some point, given all of the um, backlash that this organization has um, experienced. Um, you know, even if you do say that, you know, it's just awful, it's just wrong. And, and of course, some of the tweets are just out of pocket. It's just wrong, period. But, you know, this is where we are. You know, some people are just fed up, and some people are fed up with Black Lives Matter. So moving on, people. Okay, now before we really get into our program, because we're going to talk about domestic assault and domestic violence and how we can really be of an inspiration to to our black community, being uh, only because I think that's what's needed in our black community. We need to bridge the gap instead of being divisive and being divided. You know, people want to blame it on the media. Of course, there are media that are media whores. They will say stuff just so that, you know, just to pick your brain, just so that they can get a rise out of you. But you don't want to, um, you know, uh, um, um, take it out on your on your community, you know, if you know just what I mean. So, you know, that's what, what I'm saying. But um, we always mention at the top of our program without even um, <laughs> going off on a tangent like that. Which I don't go off on a tangent, but you know what I mean. But um, we always like to send, we always like to say to to everybody out there listening. Um, you know, most of you, I know all of you are online. Don't tell me that you're not online because I know that you are online. If not, you're online right now, okay? So while you're online, everybody, go out to Amazon or wherever books are sold online if you choose to buy books that way. And um, order some really good books. There's some great books out there. And don't forget to get books for the kitties. You know, and if you don't buy books online, go to your local thrift store, go to your local Barnes & Nobles, Books A Million, wherever books are sold, to pick up some books. Hey, 
you know, we always say reading is the best thing for anybody. It keeps you on your toes, keeps your communication front, you know, and it keeps the kids' minds learning. You know, it really keeps the kids interested. It keeps their imagination big and strong and just invested, you know, in just reading and literacy. Because literacy is the door to learning. It's the door to changing your life. It's the door to, you know, uh, doing better if you're part of Black Lives Matter. Literacy, people, is very important. And you always want to read constantly so that you can keep learning, you know. We're always, we are forever um, students in this planet. We have a lot to learn. We don't know everything. So we can't say that we know everything and no one else knows anything. We are always students. We're always learning. And we're always, and I mean always, um, you know, uh, uh, wanting to, I don't know about you, but I'm always hungry for more um, things to read, for more things to learn. You know, that's my hunger. Um, what about yours? You know, what's your hunger these days? I hope it's not doing being a part of a violent protest, that's not good. So, you know, just kind of want to put that out there because we always encourage you all to get your read on with however you can, whenever you can. I know most of you guys are parents and you got to hold down the fort by working and things like that. But also really feed your mind, really read, inspire your kids to read too because that keeps them kind, keeps them on their toes. So, okay, let's move on. Now, today we are discussing um, domestic violence, domestic assault, Black Lives Matter, and black communities. And today's show is very interesting because we are talking about black folks, black families, and black communities. You know, there's so much tension going on right here, right now. It's sad, it's tragic, it's anger-filled. But at the same time, we have to think before we do something crazy. You know, we really have to think. Let's talk about um, domestic violence um, among people in general, not just among the African-American community, but among people in general. Domestic violence is horrible. It's terrible. I don't care what it is. I don't care who's doing it. It's awful, okay? It's wrong. It's wrong. It's wrong. And if you, if you yourself are suffering, if you're going through any type of domestic violence in your household, in your relationship, you need to get out. And I know it's easier said than done, but, you know, at the end of the day, um, you know, if you can nudge somebody and say, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm going through something, I am experiencing something, um, And, um, you know, if you want to really get out but you just don't know how, there is a hotline, 1-800-799-7233. So if you guys are, if any of you, I don't care who you are, mom, um, kid, grandma, grandpa, Whatever, if you are the violence from your partner, it's really important that you really, really, really reach out to somebody because um, that's just uncalled for. You guys shouldn't have to go through that. But, you know, um, you can go to the National Domestic Violence Hotline, 
and um, you can um, look at how you can get involved, and just, there's a lot of resources and things just like that. Um, a lot of cases go unreported every single day, and we just want to say that you guys, look, if you can tap somebody on the shoulder and, and just tell them, hey, I need some help, this is what's happening, please listen to that person. I am serious because at the end of the day, we want people to to really get the help that they need and to get out of those violent relationships that's causing them not to live their lives before they end up dead. Because a lot of, uh, of people that are so afraid to leave, um, you know, there's the numbers are so frighteningly high with people being murdered by their partner because they decided to leave. Again, that number is 1-800-799-7233 or it's 1-800-799-SAFE. Um, and again, you guys, please, please reach out, um, even if you have to do it at work, even if you have to do it, um, you know, um, even if you have to do it some kind of way, but go ahead and get some help. But um, as we move on, you know, last week has been outright horrible and tragic. We've seen two tragic deaths of two human beings being shot by police officers, both were black men who had run-ins with police prior. Both men were fathers. Both men were going about their business as usual when their lives ended. Two situations, but very different in every way. The sad part is that these situations have happened back-to-back before, and there was no real change. We now have the same thing. But will there be any real change in the gun laws or any real change in how police departments approach training? All we can do is hope. That's all we can do is hope. And, again, you know, as these tragic situations have happened, a group calling themselves Black Lives Matter, but Black Lives Matter, the movement has come up, as they say, believe that, that many of their protests are peaceful, but then many say they are protesting violently, um, of course, with some attributing to them screaming obscenities and shouting um, kill police officers. Uh, of course, um, the police officers that were murdered in Dallas were trying to save people, not harm people. Let's get that right. And at the end of the day, if you're going to feel up, if you're going to be upset or feel bad because the murderer, which we're not going to say his name, killed cops because that's what he decided to do, that something is wrong with you. Now, the most alarming bit to this group is, you know, are the messages between um, the guy at the forefront of the group and a girl who say, um, you know, who say they are the faces of Black Lives Matter. Um, those messages display a plan called the Summer of Chaos. Yeah. <laughs> that plan is a plan to disrupt communities as well as the Democratic and Republican conventions that will be happening this month. Now, those plans are plans to cause chaos um, any and everywhere necessary, apparently. And it's very tragic because you don't fight violence with violence. If you believe that black people have been violated in every way or if you just want to um, or if you're just so freaking angry that you just want to do something to hurt someone, then maybe you need to throw your own self in jail. 
How about that? I don't see that happening, but I'm just saying. <laughs> you know, but one would think this group would want to help their fellow black folks instead of creating trouble, more arrest, and possibly more killing. You know, again, we will see. Now, I just want to get to some of these um, hacked messages uh, that ha- that <laughs> apparently uh, there was hacked messages between two people, which we're not going to say their name, but, um, you know, we don't want to give them any more um, uh, media than what they've already had. But, um, you know, these messages are pretty much disturbing. And the the lady says, have you spoken to Mrs. Lynch uh, recently about the plan for the summer and fall leading up to the elections? And the guy goes, we spoke two weeks, um, and they they want us to start really pushing how racist Trump is now instead of waiting so that others can start getting the protesters ready to shut both conventions down. You know, I, I'm I'm just – you know, if you're planning on disrupting people and disrupting cities, you know, but you don't want anyone to disrupt your group, you know, you need to think about how you do things and what you're doing. You know, at the end of the day, we all have to live. We all have to survive. We all have to live amongst each other. But when you decide to purposely disrupt and be disruptive and destructive and chaotic, and uh, be crazy and do crazy things, it doesn't help anybody. It sure as hell doesn't help your black community, and it doesn't help the black people in the community, you know. And when you think about what these messages um, convey, you know, it can't be anything great. You know, they're talking about busing busing protesters, and there was even an ad on Craigslist apparently asking for drivers, you know, people um, to actually help this bullcrap, you know, just kind of get together. You know, there's nothing wrong with organizing a protest and having your voice heard, but, you know, you have to do it in a way that, um, you know, that that could be helpful to your uh, black community and the people that have to live there. Now, of course, the one question that has been on my mind since August um, started, and especially with this Black Lives Matter set, um, you know, Chicago is experiencing tremendous loss of life among the black folks that live in those areas. Black on black on black and black and black are killing each other. Now, my suggestion is, is for Black Lives Matter to go and protest that. Protest your fellow black gangbanger, okay, and and tell them to stop killing your brother and your sisters out there. Um, you know, tell them to stop doing Go protest them. Make that happen. And, again, you know, this is the thing about Black Lives Matter. You know, they say one thing, but they do something completely different. And... I just want to tell you guys out there, if you're, you know, look, all lives matter. I don't give a crap what black lives matter say or what they think about people saying all lives matter. Saying all lives matter doesn't discount the fact that black lives don't matter. Saying all lives matter says that everybody matters, okay? Everybody matters. Black life matters. White life matters. Asians 
Jamaicans, Puerto Ricans, Latinos, kids, animals, I don't know, whatever it is. But, you know, it doesn't discount the fact that all that black lives don't matter. And I'm just going to put that out there because I've been very vocal about all lives matter. Um, and kind of vocal about, you know, the way black lives matter have been protesting um, in an idiotic way to some extent. So, guys, we're going to go into overtime. So um, the show is going to go into overtime. That's <laughs> quite right. <laughs> So if you want to um if you want to uh come back and listen to the rest of it, definitely log back on or just continue on after the show has um ended its live feed, um, and just listen to the rest of the program because I just wanna end the program by reading ways to um or giving you guys ways to fight for your black community in a peaceful and positive way. And also a letter to Black Lives Matter. So, so thank you guys so much for tuning in. We do appreciate all of you for listening in. And as we go into overtime, come back and listen to the rest of this episode. Now, there are some ways um, that you can help in your in your African American community, and they are to volunteer, mentor, tutor, donate, support Black businesses, recommend Black businesses. Um, you know, uh, start or join a think tank. You know, there's so many. Parent your children, for Pete's sake. Promote accountability. And that's the thing about it, too. You know, community. We love being in tune with, with, you know, today's world, today's society, and just ourselves. Just because you are self-aware doesn't mean that you're selfish. It means that you're aware. So, okay, we're going to read this letter addressed to Black Lives Matter. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, and here we go. Dear Black Lives Matter, why are you so damn angry? Why are you cutting up, throwing your ass, and being being a hindrance to the change that you so desperately keep opening your traps about? Why are you endorsing violence instead of trying to quiet it? Why are you planning a summer of chaos, which sounds like a trapped-up ambush of disturbances? Why are you attacking instead of helping? Why are you celebrating the release of a leader who's only thinking of himself? See all of this. I understand that you want change that you can see, hear, and chant for. But ask yourself this, is the summer of chaos going to get the results you want faster? Even if you get the changes that you want, it doesn't mean that minds will be changed right away. It doesn't mean that you won't see a white cop to the black person. It doesn't mean that you will see all police departments change their ways right away. Now, so much has happened, and yet your your organization hasn't progressed. You did everything from getting yourselves arrested, blocking roadways, provoking police, getting your DMs hacked, to wishing havoc a political event coming up, mind you. Where has this gotten any of you? Have you ever stopped to think that if you actually sit down and use your God-given brain, to have an open, frank conversation about what it is that you're so damn angry about, 
that you may progress beyond where you are. Have you guys ever thought about that? Maybe not. I don't know. Have you ever thought about building bridges with police instead of building walls? Have you ever thought about inspiring your organization to do just that? How do you ever Black Lives Matter? These are just simple questions that I'm sure many have. You know, is it too much to ask that you start building bridges in the black community first so that when tragedies like Philando Castillo, Alton Sterling, and the Dallas police officers that were killed happen in the community, that you can really come together with soft hearts and be open to discussing the issues surrounding race relations? You know, is it too much to ask Black Lives Matter? I'm asking this because y'all are messing up big time. You know, we see you coming, and that's all we see. We also see you not being very productive to bridge those gaps that a lot of black communities need right now. Trust me, we see you. We know it's okay to talk race relations to talk race relations with everyday black folks. I have done it. We know it's okay to call out the racial viruses that are running rampant among everyday black folks. I have done that also. It is okay to step up, lead, and help black people truly understand that before you attempt to fix what's outside of your door, you must, you have to fix what's laying dormant inside of your four walls. Remember, the agitator is always seen as the agitator. If you want Black Lives Matter to be relevant in the next 20 years or so, then I suggest that you get it together and change your thought process. Otherwise, it will be R.I.P. Black Lives Matter. Now, as my saying goes, changing your mind changes your life. It's time to change lives for the better, not for the worse. Now, thank you guys so much for tuning in. I really do appreciate the many of you who have taken the time to tune in to this short episode, to this short broadcast. I love you guys out there. Um, thank you guys for supporting Diva's House, Diva's Literary Diva VCR. <laughs> kind of want to leave you guys with some, you know, great inspiration, great motivation, because it's always good to motivate our fellow people. And again, I said, changing your mind changes your life. It's time to change life for the better. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. And um, oh, join us tomorrow as we talk to a very interesting author. I can't wait to talk to her. So again, thank you so much for tuning in and um, have a good evening and God bless you guys. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.